Mosh Pits. All right, well, it's Thursday, and you are listening to Days of the New Mosh Pit. I'm Kevin, joined by Super Bowl Sensation Nick. Nick, how are you? I'm good, man. I uh, not only did my Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl, but I was in attendance in uh, in Phoenix. I watched the game. Total bucket list moment. But that yeah. is awesome. How's Rihanna? Uh, so like it seemed to be kind of a boring show from the TV, but mm-hmm. it was pretty crazy to see live because there are like so many dancers. Yeah. Um, that the choreography. I mean, there's like 200 people synchronized dancing on like all these raising and lowering stages. It was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, like a lot of people seem to be over or underwhelmed watching from home. I thought it was pretty cool in person. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. How does it compare to like your standard NFL game where people still getting shit faced, falling over themselves? No, I didn't see a lot of that. Like, I mean, when your ticket costs $5,000, you know, you're less likely to get hammered. Uh, I did see a lot of very, very sad Eagles fans. Um, One guy after the Chiefs won, I'm, you know, clapping and enjoying the win and the confetti's firing and everything. And this like sad Eagles fan walks by me and he goes, Mahomes is never going to be as good as Brady. He's never going to be as good as Brady. And I was just like, all right, have a good night. Okay, bro. He was today. (laughs) Uh, So we got to talk about some world affairs today. Okay. Have you seen the latest Limp Biscuit video? Uh, I have not seen the newest one. So they released a video for the song Out of Style off their most recent album, Limp Biscuit Still Sucks. And I'm, I'm just going to play a little bit for you. It's time to rock a small fucker because I'm always out of style. Never change my style because my style is kind of fresh. You bitches asking for a sound check. Check more two, bitch. You barely touch the ground. Yeah, took the bone, you bounce game. Coming down the mountain. All right, so we have a deep fake situation happening here, but the technology is still not good enough for me to tell who all of these people are. Okay, so uh, Fred Durst is uh, Vladimir Putin. Okay. Wes Borland is uh, Sleepy Joe Biden. Yep, saw that. Uh, DJ Lethal is Vladimir Zelensky. Oh, wow, that was like flat Fatimir Zelensky. <laughs> uh, let's see. On drums, we've got uh, Kim Jong. Is it Un or Il? Which one's alive? I don't know. Un? Yeah. <laughs> Kim Jong Il. No, Il. Il. Uh, and then uh, over on bass, we've got uh, the. Oh, man, I'm going to butcher the Chinese name, but it. What, Z? Yeah, Z. Thank you. That's not a that's not a good Putin. Like yeah, I can tell that it's Putin, but like it also just looks like a bald white guy from the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not great. It's I'm just going to read straight from the press release. So this was directed by Fred Durst and uh, this guy, Mark Klasfeld, who has done a bunch of music videos. But yeah, this this came out with a press release. Um, in part, it reads, there are all kinds of hidden Easter eggs and deeper messages if you are paying close enough attention. The song and video are about unity, of course. Put aside the beef and let's focus on space, the universe, and what's next for us as a species. For as many answers as it offers, there are just as many questions. <laughs> and then they close it out with a Jimi Hendrix lyric. When the power of love overcomes the love of power, then the world will know peace. So. Okay. Limp yeah. Bizkit trying to be prolific. Yeah. So let's back up to 1783 when Crimea became part of the Russian Empire. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then fast forward to 1921 when the Ukrainian Soviet Socialist Republic was established after the Russian Red Army conquered two thirds of Ukraine, with the Western Third becoming part of Poland. Then, in 1939, Western Ukraine was annexed by the Soviet Union under the terms of the Nazi-Soviet Pact. However, in 1954, in a surprise move, Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev transferred the Crimean Peninsula to Ukraine. Then, in 1991, Ukraine declared independence following an attempted coup in Moscow. In 2014, Ukrainian protesters seeking warmer relations with the European Union and NATO deposed their pro-Russian president, Viktor Yanukovych, who subsequently fled to Russia. In response, Russia mobilized its troops and seized Crimea, arguing that it had historic claim to it. This would be a prelude to further Soviet land grabs. As of this recording, the war between Russia and Ukraine is coming up on its one-year anniversary as of next week. Russia's invasion of Ukraine is a result of a complex mixture of political, historical, and geopolitical factors. Suffice to say, it is another illegal occupation perpetrated under the flimsiest of reasons and seen as a direct challenge to NATO and the rest of the Western world. And as with all world affairs of this magnitude, Limp Biscuit is somehow involved. <laughs> So in 2012, Fred married Ukrainian makeup artist, not even going to try it, Kizinskia Berziziana. Yeah, nailed it. That's yeah, it. Thank she you. I, no one's ever said it better than that. Thank you. Married her in a private ceremony on billionaire Ron Burkle's San Diego estate. The, the place where a fellow just wants to get married. At exactly. House. Fucking billionaires, man. Anyway, in 2015, Fred started making some... Interesting statements. I pulled an article from Moscow's 95.2 Rock FM. <laughs> what? According to this website, by the way, Rock FM is a radio station on the waves of which music sounds, time tested and tested for relevance by more than one generation. The radio station does not seek to change or break the boundaries of the established traditions of rock culture. Rather, on the contrary, Rock FM is a radio station that proves by its own example that rock is alive, and what was created by its heroes, who have now become a legend, is unshakable. That true masterpieces of live music at any time, in any generation, will find their admirers. Oh wow, that's, that's a... A lot different than we do things in America. Hey, here's Steve Dog in the dildo on your morning drive. <laughs> we got boner in the fart. <laughs> uh, it is funny uh, just to hear that. I, I collect like weird shit, you know, oddities or whatever you want to call it. And yep. like, my favorite, my favorite piece in my collection is a piece of uh, Russian rib music. Are you familiar with uh, or bone music or ribs? Uh, kind of I am. I am. Why don't you tell the audience? Because you introduced me to this and this shit is wild. So in like the Soviet era, Western art was completely banned in uh, in the USSR. And like, you know, kids just wanted to like listen to the Beatles and they couldn't. So <laughs> people started smuggling in record uh, duplicator machines. So you'd put, you know, a record on one side and a blank record on the other side and play the first one. It would copy it over to the second one. But like 
finding vinyl and like wax was like impossible. And somebody realized like, oh, you can actually print these on x-rays. So I definitely recommend you all like Google this. Um, I have one of the most pristine ones I've ever seen. Mine's actually a rib cage, but they pressed music onto these x-rays and then you can play them on a record player. Uh, I didn't know what mine was when I bought it. I was hoping it was going to be like, you know, Hey Jude or something. And, but yeah. it's like weird, like Middle Eastern music playing on mine. But either way, it was like banned music at the time. And the only way they could get it out was by pressing it on these uh, x-rays. The more valuable ones actually have like cool x-rays. Like mine's a whole like chest and rib cage. I have another one that's just like a femur. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, pretty cool. So yeah, it's just weird to see like where it's at now. Yeah, I listened to um, about two hours of 95.2 Rock FM, and uh, interestingly enough, it opened with Edwin Starr's War, and then the Beatles' Yellow Submarine, I heard, um, Brian Setzer Orchestra. It's, you know, it was it was fine. It was weird. But yeah, that's what they're jamming over in Moscow. Anyway. Yeah, all right. Brian Setzer. This article is titled, Fred Durst, I Want a Russian Passport. <laughs> On September 1st, the guest of the morning drive time was Fred Durst, the permanent frontman of the American band Limp Biscuit. Vinji Stoltz asked Fred about his new projects and Limp Biscuit's upcoming concert tour in Russia. So, we're going to we're going to read a little bit of this for you. Fred, today is knowledge day in Russia. What do you remember about your school years? Maybe there is a message for the students? Congratulations! Now you won't be bored anymore. My days at school were not very pleasant. The coolest thing about school is finally getting rid of her. So don't worry about your future. Think about the present. Do you know what Knowledge Day is? No. It originated in the USSR, where it has been established by the decree of the Presidium of the Supreme Soviet Republic of the USSR in 1984. It's the first day of school. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, today is, it's like like the opposite of critical race theory. Like, today you are in only Russia things. <laughs> no, it's literally like where... On, you know, we take pictures of like, here's Bryce, first day of kindergarten, put on Instagram. It's yeah. knowledge day over in All Russia. Right. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Moving on. You are also very loved in Russia. Do you want to be closer to the fans and get Russian citizenship? Yeah, I'd like to get a Russian passport. Few contacts and the relevant authorities that could help you get it. Share it. We have a phone call. Our listener offers Fred to get a residence permit in Samara. <laughs> what a good start. You have a very funny Instagram account. Admit it. Are you sober when you're filming all these videos? In general, I don't really like the social networks, although I am responsible not only for my personal pages, but also for the pages of the group. As for Instagram, I just like to joke around and I don't drink too much. <laughs> I like that. Admit it. Are you sober? Fucking wasted. <laughs> okay. How many liters of vodka did you drink? <laughs> the concert tour in Russia starts only at the end of October. What is the reason for your visit right now? I just like Moscow. Come here every chance I get. And finally, some special message for our listeners. I'm, ve I'm very happy to be here. Not every American gets to travel around Russia, where we will perform in 20 cities. It's an amazing experience. The way Russia is portrayed in the media is far from reality, and I want to prove to everyone that it's really great here. I even heard him loud and clear. Uh-oh. 
On October 15th, the newspaper Istisiva, again, our European listeners, our Russian listeners are going to fucking kill me. We're, for, we, we're, we're not going to have any European listeners after they hear your accent. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Anyway, the article is titled, The leader of Limp Biscuit is ready to move to Crimea. And I'm going to quote from that. Fred Durst writes that he would be happy if he had a Russian passport and a nice house in Crimea. The musician is ready to spend as much time on the peninsula as in the United States. I cannot completely renounce American citizenship because my son lives in Los Angeles and I will need to spend an equal amount of time in Crimea and in the United States. The musician promises to attract more Americans to Russia who would like to work here. I can help Americans understand how beautiful Russia is. I will create films, series, music, new brands in Crimea. But at the same time, I need to have two passports. This is important. I think there will be no problems with this. The musician also reports that he doesn't mind supporting Crimea and its administration. He would even like to participate in the events organized by the leadership of the Republic of Crimea and help make Crimea and Russia better understood in the world. Maybe someday, I even want to become a politician who can help and inspire many people, the musician added. Do you, can you imagine what like Fred Durst's Russian music would sound like? <laughs> no, I cannot. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. But you don't really know what. <laughs> this is so fucking offensive. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. So the chef's kiss on this article, uh, it ends with, the leader of Limp Biscuit also hopes to meet with the Russian president. I think I could become a friend of President Putin, writes Fred Durst. I'm sure of it. I think that President Putin will know what kind of person I am by looking into my eyes and understand that he has an ally who will help him in many things. I am sure that we can do a lot of important things together and that this will help Russia and help people around the world understand that Putin is a great guy with clear moral principles and a good person. Man, this is in like the very not relevant stage of uh, Fred Durst's career, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, this was after, uh, like right after he quote unquote signed with Cash Money Records and did not realize that he was signing with Cash Money Records and like Birdman is a notorious grifter. But uh, yeah, so it, it, it wasn't great times for Limp Biscuit. But um, the Russian embassy even went so far as to share this tweet out. Oh, wow. So this is from the uh, Russian embassy. Fred Durst of At Limp Biscuit says he wants to live in Crimea. Welcome! Wow. And it's just a picture of uh, the red cap with yeah, the mic. Yeah, straight that, that from logo. the embassy. Wild. Yeah, yeah. This is all part of the classic Russian strategy of getting just B-grade celebrities and bringing them over. Fucking Steven Seagal, Roy Jones Jr., uh, fucking Fred Durst. Oh, so pretty crazy. So this is a letter from the Council of Ministers of the Republic of Crimea Central Office, Information and Media Relations Department of the Head of the Republic of Crimea. Invitation, open letter of the Head of the Republic of Crimea, Sergei Askinovs, on willingness declarations to live in Russia made by world-known art, showbiz, and sports stars. Jesus, this is the most <laughs> Russian thing I've ever read. <laughs> it says... 
If honored stars wish to settle in Crimea, they are absolutely welcome. If they decide to buy any realty here, to domicile, or to come on vacations, they won't face any administrative or other barriers. We will eagerly provide assistance to scope out convenient places on the coast, either among mountains or unique woods and prairies. In any case, in the midst of great nature and marvelous climate, we shall encourage the new Beverly Hills uprise in Crimea eventually. I love the eventually. Eventually. That's so funny. <laughs> he was joined by such visionary athletes. <laughs> Such as Roy Jones Jr. And Gerard. And actor Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> and uh, I like how it says, as the head of Crimea writes, the fact that famous athletes, musicians, and actors treat Russia with such sympathy can only cause joy. Oh, and then it goes on. My favorite part is the head of, oh, Jesus, I don't know, some corrupt local mayor says that if foreign stars agree to actively participate in the promotion of the region, they will be able to get land for free or count on big discounts. Well, there you go. Yeah. Jacksonville got expensive. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's try Crimea. <laughs> Forget about the Jacksonville Jaguars. You now cheer for Crimea slaves. <laughs> Oh, God. Th these statements went over about as well as you'd think they would outside of Russia. That went over about as well as any Limp Biscuit record after the third one. Yeah. This announcement is what they call a gold cobra. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, citing security reasons, Fred Durst was banned from Ukraine for five years. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that expired in 2020, but um, none of this really mattered. If you're wondering, like, kind of what happened and... Uh, in 2018, he divorced um, Svetlana, what's her name? <laughs> According to the docs uh, obtained by TMZ, the Limp Biscuit frontman would pay $7,400 per month in spousal support. So $74,000 is the equivalent of uh, about 5,500,000 ,005 Russian rubles. Okay, that means nothing to me. That go went down to 5,000 a month, and then finally... 2500 a month. Uh, it was like installment plans in the final years of uh, the payments. She also got a lump sum of $26,000 and a 2018 BMW X1, which Fred made the payments on until February of 2021. So, all right, there we go. Yeah. I don't know if Fred ever got his home in uh, Crimea. I'm guessing no. No. So that's my story today. That's a, that's a good one. Who would have uh, known? Uh, for those that did find it interesting, though, and there may be new listeners, uh, go scroll back to about a year ago. We did a mosh pit episode uh, called uh, Heavy Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, Heavy Ukraine. To, like, was... Some like dope, heavy, and new metal bands in Ukraine. Uh, I still like that episode a lot. Yep. Anyway, we will be back with another episode next week, hopefully, if uh, Russian uh, operatives have not already poisoned my food. And now that we know that Limp Bizkit is like hella popular in Russia, we're going to go ahead and play this episode out with a cover of Limp Bizkit's Take a Look Around by Russian band Inside. Продолжаю своим силе Этим негативом они только вдохновили 
не пора ли перестать? Не пора ли самому себе хотя бы меньше врать? Жизнь это стресс, времени в обрез Ты либо видишь плюсы, либо ставишь себе крест Следуйте за Эллин Соло, запомни свой путь и не сворачивай с него